John chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Thursday, December 2022. My name is Judah Sanders, and I serve in the Young Adults and Online Ministry at Bridgeway. And today I'm going to talk about discovering love for others. My aunt, my favorite aunt, is a woman named Temu. And she and my mother have different fathers. My aunt's father is Jewish. And so my aunt is a multiracial woman with lightly colored skin and very curly hair. She is half Jewish with Jewish heritage that traces back to Poland and half black, of course, with ancestry that traces back to the continent of Africa. And there are some other things swimming around in her gene pool. My aunt and I have always been close. She has operated as my godparent for as long as I can remember. And I have always heard stories from my aunt about that side of her family, from her father. And I have always been adjacent to Jewish culture and heritage through her. Recently, I spent the day with my aunt in the Bay Area, and we were driving home from our day in Marin County when she said, I hope you don't mind, but I want to stop for a few minutes and see my sister and her family. I knew which sister she was talking about. I had heard her tell wonderful stories about this sister, one of her Jewish sisters. And I knew that this sister was married to a rabbi who leads a very prominent synagogue in the Bay Area. And I knew that they had several children. And I confess, I was a little nervous to meet this extended family. After all, Tamu is my favorite aunt, and so I wanted to have a good relationship with her other family members, and I can't explain why, but I was nervous. Like, what if they don't like me? What if I offend them somehow? My aunt did not call her sister to tell her she was on her way or that she was bringing a guest. She just pulled into a driveway five minutes later, and we walked into a house. And when we walked in, a rabbi wearing a prayer shawl and a kippah, his two older sons wearing the same, his three daughters, the oldest wearing a lovely dress, and his wife with her head covered greeted us with warm surprise and probably the warmest welcome I may have ever experienced in my life. Their table was set in a posture that let me know they had probably either just had dinner or maybe had been eating when we intruded They introduced themselves with huge smiles, one by one, including the children who told me their ages, and they invited me to sit, and they all migrated to the living room to talk. They cleared toys and things out of the way off of one particular chair for me. Sit here. It'll be more comfortable, they said. The rabbi asked me many questions about my life. He showed excitement about the parts of my life that I was clearly excited about. He showed interest in my life's details. And we shared conversation about theology and scripture and professional ministry, dating and romance. He told me about his life and his journey, and he affirmed me and mine. They offered me food and drink. His children spoke to me about the things that interested them and asked me questions. We looked at Hebrew writings and we laughed and we joked and this family listened so well. At one point, the rabbi looked at me with incredible sincerity after hearing about my life and he simply said, 
I'm so happy for you, Judah. Toward the end of our time together, the mother then went into a back room of the house and she came out with a small infant, a little boy, their youngest son, whom they had named after his grandfather. They allowed me to take this infant baby in my arms and told me several stories about their life with him. After about an hour, it was time for my aunt and I to get back on the road and drive home. So we exchanged goodbyes with this wonderful family and began our drive home. And the whole ride home, I was trying to process how I felt. This thing that I was experiencing was warm and deep and rich. But it was more than just a feeling. It was an experience. And I realized what I had experienced in this home from this family was love. They showed me love. They loved me. It was housed in their hospitality and in the fact that they had completely centered and cared for me. And I was thinking about this, and and as I was, I realized that this is what it means to love others. It means to center them, to be other-centered. It is to prioritize others' interests and needs and experience, as well as their well-being, their happiness, their safety, and to prioritize all of this above our own. This family had centered me even when I was likely a disruption to their Shabbat, their Sabbath, their dinner, their family time, and yet they centered me and it was an act of love. There are so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about loving others. Of course, there's the famous 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 5, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. But the part that leaps out at me is it does not dishonor others and it is not self-seeking. Other-centeredness. And when you think about it, It's describing a focus on others. Jesus himself hung on a cross for others, prayed and interceded for the forgiveness of the very people that were actively murdering him, even in the worst pain of his life. He was other-centered. I don't have time to talk about all of the ways that love looks and doesn't look, but it boils down to being other-centered. And this Christmas season, I want you to focus on others. Start small. Try to make every part of your life prioritizing others. And this doesn't mean dishonoring yourself. It means that even that, even self-care can be about knowing that caring well for yourself enables you to care about others. Listen, God only really has two rules. Love God and love people. And that way of being is an other-centric way of being and intentionally becoming more that way, day by day, even hour by hour. And it can have a profound impact on the world. It is an act of worship to God. It is what it means to be Christ-like, to be Christian. And it is how we can begin to truly discover love for others. 